Welcome to a thing of people sitting around and talking into microphones. I don't think there's a word for that kind of thing yet, so we're just gonna podcast. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> I like I like that? that. I'm not sure what it originates from, but talk cast, talk Ooh. pod, bro, spit, <laughs> a cast ball. Anyway, we're here to talk about Star Wars. More importantly, Star Pod, a skate pod, the state of Disney as it is now. And, and Star Wars, I should say, uh, being owned by Disney. We're here to talk about all of it. Literally as much Star Wars as we can possibly think of. Anything that is making that corporation money with those two words. We're going to talk about it. Because we're nerds. And that, that's what we do. So, let's just go ahead and start right off the bat. We're going to say spoilers for every... Star Wars media that's been released to this date. That includes Mandalorian Season 2. If you don't want to be spoiled for the last episode, what's wrong with you? It's already been out for like a month. So If you haven't watched it yet, there's yeah. a problem. And uh, we're going to spoil all the movies, and you know we might spoil the end of Rise of the Resistance, the theme park ride, uh, <laughs> the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, all of it. It's all out there. Fair game. This is a very long disclaimer saying, spoiler alert! Don't complain if you're not up to date, because if you're not, why else are you listening to this? So, Mandalorian, season two. Um, it was a disaster. No. No, I'm kidding. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was a pretty good season. I personally think I prefer the first season. but How dare you? Wait, did, have I been calling it the Mandalorian this whole time? I meant the Baby Yoda show. Well, Should that's we, the thing. That's not what it is. Mando. And that is why so many people are upset. This was something that had to happen. Brandon's calling for a timeout. Should we introduce ourselves? Oh, I guess we should. Oh. That's probably a smart idea. Yeah. That's probably. Instead of just four random male voices. Uh, I'm Greg. I'm kind of an asshole. And I've been a fan of Star Wars since I was like, probably like six years old. And the prequels are coming out. And, you know. I've just been kind of following that nerd wave. But, like, you know, as I've grown up, I'm not, like... I wouldn't say I go out of my way to watch every single piece of Star Wars media. Like, that's why I haven't seen Clone Wars and Rebels and all that stuff that is, I guess, relevant now. Extremely relevant. Yeah. Didn't think it was going to be, but now i got to do fucking homework just to watch uh, uh, Disney Plus series. you got to do your nerd work. But yeah, that's well, me. Cool. And my name's Brandon. Um, I'm pretty much the same except the opposite. Oh. Um, <laughs> I've been watching it the same amount of time, but I am a lot more optimistic about Star Wars as a whole. Yeah, I was I was excited for Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> but we all know how that went. It should be said I'm I'm going to be very cynical throughout this whole thing. That's, That's just true. The way I am. And I'm Clark, uh, of course, a Star Wars fan. Um, you know, since that age, where. The first Star Wars movie I saw in theaters, um, oh, you guys hear was that? one of the original trilogy. Probably Empire Strikes Back at that point, honestly. 
I think we just picked up the cat on the microphone. Sorry for the <laughs> distraction. So yeah, I got I got to grow up with seeing the original trilogy before uh, one, two, and three, and you know was at that age where one, two, and three were still directed towards that age group. I would say. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, they had some that's amazing toys. That's about where I stand. Yeah. yeah. And we've got our friend Xavier here, our audio engineer, but also equally qualified Star Wars nerd. Hello. If not more so. Um, Very, uh, I'm more of a Star Wars gamer nerd, I guess, and like EU, now expanded universe. So Legends. Legends. Whatever the fuck. Expanded universe, Legends. It's all canon, who cares? Yeah. They're they're re-canonizing it. Yeah. They're picking and choosing, but they're doing it. Um... So Luke Skywalker shows up. Let's, let's talk about it. He, he whips out his big green dong of a lightsaber and he murders all those... What are they called? Dark Troopers? Dark, dark Troopers. Because troopers. you just have to pick like some sort of like catchy word and then tr- add troopers after it. Yep. That's all it really takes to name a new trooper. Shock Trooper, Snow Trooper... Storm Trooper. Sand Trooper. Yeah. Sith Trooper in episode 9. Um, well, you know, I I'm I'm fine with how it ended with Grogu being taken by a Jedi. Right. You know, I don't know if it necessarily needed to be Luke Skywalker. Like I think they could have done, you know. But it didn't come out of nowhere that, either. Which that's I true. think is what a lot of people have been saying they're like they didn't even set it up. They just it came out of no like. Well, okay, no, they I mean they. They literally the set up. it up like two episodes. Well, right, but we that. just didn't know who it would be because everybody thought right. it would be Ahsoka, but it wasn't. And then I, I, I mean, if they were gonna not Ahsoka well, in that well, timeline. Right? Who was qualified, right? So then, otherwise, I was one hundred percent convinced it was gonna be Cal. But yeah, Cal well, from season like you one. Said, everyone was you know Justice. saying oh. Mandalorian is so cool because it's it's completely detached from the original trilogy story. It's its yeah. own thing. And I mean, now with this, it's it's like tied right back in there. I think that's Disney's problem is they can't fucking stop themselves. Like I saw a headline the other day where it was like how Star Wars is reimagining itself or how Lucasfilm is reimagining Star Wars like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's like they're not even the same thing. They're not comparable in any way, shape, or form. But it's like it's going to be like Fast and the Furious, where they just try to retroactively connect everything <laughs> when they were never connected in the first place, kind of thing. Sort That's of. what we're getting right now. That's what's yeah. With it's, Solo and Darth Maul coming in, like leading the underbelly of the world, right. know, so to speak. Which is interesting. I like that kind of stuff. And we knew he was alive because he shows down with Ben Kenobi, you know, for the final duel in Tatooine. So we knew he was alive. It was really cool. Actually, that was the, the saving grace for Solo for me with Darth Maul showing up at the very end, pulling the strings from the background. Well, but you've seen... But yeah. I've seen but you all had, like, the animated... Seen I've seen and Rebels. Yeah. So, Rebels like, for people in, like us, as soon as Darth Maul shows up in Solo, for those of us that haven't seen that stuff, we're like, what the fuck? Why is Darth Maul in this movie? Where did he come from? Like, what? Yep. You didn't die? No, like with it, none. Of, yeah. If you only stick to the movies, you have no context, that's and fair. that's if you haven't seen Clone Wars, you've missed Palpatine fighting Darth Maul with mechanical legs. Or first, first of all, you've missed Darth Maul turning into like a mechanical spider, right? And like 
having dissociative identity disorder and going crazy, like being like really Scorpion crazy, like King. Split, Scorpion Star King. Wars, exactly. <laughs> literally, <laughs> it's like it's like Split. What is like the, literally because yeah. he was split in half. Yep, and that was <laughs> identity. Yeah. But every single person who has fallen down some giant pit like that in Star Wars has come back except yeah. for Mace Windu. So that's who I was hoping for. And George just said that of... Mace Windu could could have survived. I mean, I, I I mean there was there was a reason I wrote a Mace Windu fan fiction in fourth grade where he survives <laughs> and he has to face off against teenage Boba Fett. Uh. It was a whole thing. Okay, we just had a little bit of a technical difficulty. This is our first time. Give us a break. Anyway. The whole thing with Star Wars that they're trying to do recently is it seems like they're trying to tie together all the different, like, ancillary aspects of the, the extended universe, if you will. Like, with Darth Maul and Solo. Um, I feel like that's what they're trying to do with Mandalorian Season 2, with all these characters from other shows. I talked about it at the beginning, like, right. with Bo-Katan and all them from mm-hmm. Rebels and... Ahsoka, which, no offense to the people that love Ahsoka, but I really don't know thing one about her, because I only ever saw the Clone Wars movie, which was just like the first three episodes cobbled together. So I'm only just now getting into the actual series. So I don't really know her as a character, so when it, personally, for me, when she shows up in the episode called The Jedi and The Mandalorian, I'm like, oh, okay. Fair enough, but also, like, it's a lot of saving face for what the shit show of the sequels turned into. That's fair. Yeah. They're probably pumping up the fan service just to appease. And, I, well, it's doing people. fan service in the right way. Yeah. Like, I hope J.J. Abrams is sitting in the corner eating a sock while Ryan <laughs> Johnson is watching him do it like a voyeur and realizing that John Favreau is having the threesome of his lifetime in front of the both of them. <laughs> like, I think it would have been a great job for them ha- to have used Cal Kestis. Yeah, I really thought that was uh, what was going to happen. As the Jedi. Instead of Luke. Yeah. Instead or of even Luke. Ezra. Or instead of Ahsoka. Well, and again, I, I really, really, if like if they were going to do fan service and it was like, okay, everybody who's survived a fall is going to happen, I really, really wanted it to be <laughs> Mace Windu. Like, I really wanted it to be like Samuel. They, they, they would line up. <laughs> it would line up a little from bit. Rogue One into... Exactly. Samuel L. Jackson's um, like 75. Saw Gerrera's been in a couple Saw different... Gerrera, yeah. uh, he was yeah. in Rebels as well, and also in Fallen Order. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm talking about, where it's like, where you're watching something that's supposed to appeal to this mass audience, but, like, you introduce a character that only fans would know. Like, I get that fan service is necessary to, like, appeal to people and connect certain things, but when you're just, like, like a casual Star Wars viewer, it's the moment Saw Gerrera shows up, you're like, who the fuck... Who yeah, is this? That's like, fair. well, there's I only mean, so many Jedi, so right. Who, that's who yeah, what I mean. Like, there? like I understand Honestly. why they made the decisions Wait. they made, but at the same time, it seems like for these movies that cost you know two hundred and fifty million dollars a piece and make over a billion each, you think they'd spend a little more time just making the introduction of each character a little bit more. Like, who the fuck is Maz Kanata? I don't know. We'll never fucking find out. She's got butthole eyes. That's all you need to know. She had Luke's <laughs> lightsaber in a mystery box. I also think it's weird that they chose Luke for it, even though he's he's brought back in seven, eight, and nine, and obviously there's no mention of 
Grogu. Grogu. That. Baby well, that's why I think. Be, but I, I really do think he's gonna probably. It get, mean he's gonna get. He's gonna be killed in this. He's gonna be killed in the second purge. So the, the main thing is that Luke doesn't know anything about the Jedi other than what Obi Wan and Yoda have told him. Right. I don't and even so, think he's found that Jedi temple yet with all the sacred Jedi texts. Oh no, yeah. probably not. He's probably on the search for something like that. Right. When Grogu reached out to him through the Force and you know called to him, but uh, they they did a great job of teasing Thrawn that Thrawn was still alive through Bo Katan. Right, which was another reason That's that another... everybody thought it was going to be Ezra. Because right, yeah, because they disappear through the space whales, uh, the hyperspace whales. Um, Thrawn and Ezra are like wrapped in the tentacles of these like hyperspace squid whales. And they disappear. And then Ahsoka and... Um, and who better Sabine to bring Ren. him back than uh, Robert Rodriguez? <laughs> yeah. and, See, uh, I can't comment on Thrawn because I don't know how to read. So I've never seen his character <laughs> in oh, anything. Man. Is yeah. he in, like, video games? He game? was the big baddie in... in the Expanded Universe, so... And, like, Rebels and stuff? Uh, well, he, they have now brought him back from Legends and re-canonized him right. through Rebels, right? Okay. And so he's the big baddie. He's like the general of all generals of the Empire. Um, but he doesn't do, like, you know how most Imperial forces rule through fear and, like, control and manipulation of their underlings and everything? Right. Thrawn is, like, the opposite of that. He is so commanding because he stu- he's like Hannibal Lecter. He studies his enemy to the point where he could love his enemy and then understand the enemy and then turn that knowledge of them and flip it completely. And where he knows them so well that he can predict what they're going to do next. Well, I can't wait for him to show up in season three and not have any explanation of any of that. Because we have to get to a part where he fights Mando with his fists um, they'll have and to a lightsaber. They'll, they'll have to. I mean, as much of the fan service as it was to just tease his, you know, his entrance in general, they'll have to give some kind of backstory to it. Or I'm it sure they're going to do some screen. It won't make sense on screen, right? Yeah. And uh, I definitely think it is worth the time as, like, Star Wars fans, right? There's the casual Star Wars fans that just watch the movies and, like, the main releases, right? And they're missing out on so much of this back lore and everything that's going on underneath the surface. Um, where, yeah, a lot of the stuff that's going on doesn't make sense unless you've watched all seven seasons of Clone Wars and three, four, four seasons, seasons of Rebels. Of Rebels. Right. That's relevant yeah. to pretty much anybody who's like a casual Star Wars fan that isn't like balls yeah. deep into it. Like anybody like us, that would just be... Like it's awesome that right. Katie Sackhoff is literally like playing the physical version of the character she voiced on the show. So badass. But I don't know who that bitch is. So oh, why so do I give a shit when she shows you're up? You're not a Stargate fan? <laughs> right. <or? laughs> She's mm. great for the sci-fi community. She's well, been in so I mean, many different sci-fi it, things. Even if you've only, I mean, even if you just caught an episode of that show, though, and you saw that character for one second, they definitely did a perfect representation of it. Oh, because it's literally her. Right. Well, well right. also her yeah. right, but like one her, for one. <clears throat> but I mean, like her headgear, her hair, like they, yeah. she could have. I mean, who knows? She could have been blonde. You know what I mean? Like I they could like they they did a perfect representation i feel the same way with ahsoka like if you ever even just caught one episode of clone wars like they did it a looks perfect representation they did like of oh yeah rosario dawson did a like a fucking perfect job not even just with like the the voice but like the characterization her physical, her physical yeah, like yeah. the 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 mm-hmm. and the fighting with the short saber and everything like 
that was a really cool like yeah, a Dave really, Filoni said really she did cool. the research on the character and she yeah. went back and watched like every that's Ahsoka awesome. related piece of you know Star Wars she can get her hands on. That's really cool. That's him. Look. It's 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 Dave Filoni though, right? Yeah, he is the one that's tying all these strings together at at odd angles. At George a certain, Lucas's yeah, at a certain every point. deep cut in Mando is gonna be. It's got to all go back to him, you know. It's, it's there's one big an knot. idea he had. Yeah, you know? there's one big knot somewhere that we're all gonna end up hitting, and like hopefully they can. I mean, I really wish I was telling Clark this the other day. I really wish they could like find a way to decanonize the sequels, <laughs> but I mean that'll never happen. <laughs> well, so what, what they gotta do, do is, is just, just save face. They ever existed? And no. Gonna yeah. Re- yeah. It's gonna be like how the sequels treated the prequels. I, yeah, nah. They're, they're gonna, gonna just, silent retcon it. I don't think so. I Remember, think, I think okay. it relates closer to what we're saying right now. In that, like everything that they're trying to do right now is basically trying to save face and and try to see what we can do to bring all those like like and that would be something specific example that would be killing off Grogu in the Jedi Academy you know, Luke's Academy in the second purge specifically because they've put our heartstrings to him and like bringing that together. And that makes you hate Kylo Ren more, which makes him be more sensible. Yeah. As, they uh, could do that. As so a, it's kind of like what they did with stuff that was introduced in the prequels that they had to like elaborate on or sort of fix in right. a way with clone wars. Right. And, all that and so that it makes you, after. it makes, yeah, okay. it makes you hate kylo that much more because you'll see like i kind of what did i say the other day i was like a drake and josh like kylo ren and grogu are roommates in college here we go and they just (laughs) don't get along (laughs) (laughs) but then he ends up the room but exactly and then they end he ends up you know chopping his head off and we're all like oh my fucking god he gives us a a reason to hate him more in the sequels so grogu's little like stubby arms are what inspired the the t the little side blades on kylo's (laughs) lightsaber No. So he could do it efficiently. <laughs> Either that or his ears. Yeah, sure. There you oh, go. Oh yeah, the ears for sure. Yeah, um, I don't know. I was, I was so, listening can, to somebody talking about how uh, Grogu might be fully matured by that time. Yeah, that's true. And, and yeah, out of that the he academy. Would be, but maybe he came back. Oh, like, he but if he's feels a fifty-year-old he baby, and it's only like a twenty-five-year difference they in the were timeline, saying then it would be like maybe yeah, he feels. Yeah, yeah. maybe he feels a shock. Hundred. He feels a shockwave in the force, and he decides to come back to try to like save the cat. Like he comes back for Luke, and maybe in the like, sequels, fuck. the whole time he was actually trying to come help out. He's just he's got those tiny little stubby arms and legs, and he can't fly. By him, and he's waiting for someone to give him a ride R2. to where the action's going on, but he's everyone just, else was there. He's just texting the, Mando. Yeah. Like, hold on, hold on. That's what Maz Kanata was doing during The Last Jedi. She was trying to go pick up Grogu. Or hear me out. Grogu goes to the Jedi Temple that Rey goes to in the Christmas special, no. finds the time no. crystal. There you go. And goes back oh, in no. time. We repeat that whole shenanigan. But on screen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, if you haven't seen the Christmas special, don't watch yeah, Christmas special. We're, we're, we'll talk about it a little bit later, I'm sure. Um, so I want to, before we move on to all the stuff that Disney has announced, like in the last month for the next 15 years or whatever of Star Wars, I want to talk briefly about, I'm not sure how well it was debated in the first season, but I feel like this season sort of exacerbated it, the sort of episodic format of The Mandalorian how they have those sort of side quest episodes 
and how it would be, I don't know, at least a little bit more intriguing if there was that sort of Breaking Bad style cliffhanger format, where like, I I mean it's not that they don't have cliffhangers, but you know what I'm saying? Like, there are a few episodes that just seem like side quests essentially. Like, excuses to have cool action sequences, which, don't get me wrong, are all excellent. Like, they're very well executed, and I really get into the action when it's happening. But after that sequence is over, I just keep thinking to myself, like, oh, now he's just going to go to another planet and do another side quest until we get to the last, like, three episodes. And then the plot will actually start moving forward. That, as far I get why they do it, but at the same time, it's like, can you just pick... If you're going to do serialized yeah. or do episodic, you can't have both. Yeah, I would like to see them pick back up on Solo. That was left so yeah, that'd be open. Cool. I think what you're saying is you want Mark Margolis to be in an episode. Of course. I want him to be in everything. <laughs> Mark Margolis is a fantastic actor. And it, and if he's like... He's the guy who played... If uh, he's butting heads with uh, Moff Gideon, it'd be and, even better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tuco, or, um, not Tuco, the other one. Uh, Hector. Hector, yeah. yeah. That's funny. But yeah, I just hope that next season there's like, like, Grogu is sort of, was like the driving arc of the story. And it's like, that was sort of how they were able to sort of structure the series. Because without Grogu, there wouldn't really be much of a structure. It would just be, you know, Din Djarin on on adventures but it would have just space. been the same thing every season over and over and over that's right. true but i'd like i so I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they entirely abandon it but at the same time i hope they don't but like, what i'm saying yeah, I is think, i just I, hope maybe that... like we'll get like you know six or you know if there's eight episodes a season maybe we'll get six of just you know what's going to be maybe him and Bo Katan taking over That's what I'm saying. And like, then, like make the last two episodes, we'll see yeah. like a little bit of tie Grogu. that together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have like a like a Bill and Ted ending. Exactly. But I, I'm th- I'm just saying like if they do that, you know, battle for Mandalore, like the rule of Mandalore and all that stuff. Just focus on that. Make it like an eight episode, super well structured like four act thing, or I guess eight sorry. act if you will. But just like. <laughs> Just pull a Game of Thrones. Make, yeah, make that the focus. Yeah. Don't, don't you know, go to a yeah. place to yeah, talk yeah, to yeah, a person yeah. that tells you, the princess isn't in this castle, sorry. <laughs> and you just have to keep going. Like, it's very video game at the same, right. At the yeah, same yeah. time, though, like, all of those episodes, like, well, let me rephrase that. At the same time, none of those episodes have really been, like, bad. Like, no, the that's fighting the thing. Of the, like, the fighting of the crate Dragon and, like, Timothy Oliphant and, like, all of that. I have, that like, good really individual episodes. Awesome. That stand out and I, that I remember, and but then I finding just, like doing little nods to the to the originals, like the crate dragon egg, and when they find it, you know, they're yeah. It, it just <laughs> seems like there's stuff <laughs> that, that they really set up. Cool. There's st- stuff that they set up in season one that they explore in season two, but it feels like they could have gone further with it. Like the dark saber, for example. That's like the big tease. You don't at really the end know anything one. about it if you haven't watched. There's Rebel, that, you know, but Wars. if you're, you're gonna like, set that up, this thing is cool. It can't cut through the uh, Beskar. Beskar, yeah. Like, yeah exactly. If you're gonna introduce that dark saber, make that more of a focus. Yeah, it just seems. Instead I think of that's just, what like, they're gonna do. Discovering that were... along the way, okay. like, oh, by the way, I kind of have Lights the right are... to that fancy, cool yeah. thing that you know 
Gus Fring has on his belt. <laughs> I think that's probably what they're going to do. They were setting it up to, like, you know, like, they drew everybody in, and now you want to, obviously, like, nobody's going to be like, well, now that Grogu's gone, I'm not going to watch it anymore. Like, yeah. it's going to be like, well, even just okay, Moff Gideon so now, as a character like, they can move seems into like... that kind of territory. Just Mark Moff Gideon's arc seems like it plateaued. You know what I mean? wouldn't be a part of Mandalorian. Now he can actually go and do adult things without having. That's to worry what I mean. Is that's Daddy that's daycare. what Clark is saying is what exactly yeah. what Clark is saying is what I mean. Like if they can like they can do the whole season and then like maybe like give us a little bit like you know give us a little, a, a, a little treat at the end of the season and give <laughs> us some some Grogu action at the at the academy or whatever. Grogu, Grogu actually just shows up and saves the day the way Luke did in the season two finale. But like I'm not with mad like a little green little green lightsaber. Yeah. But I agree with Clark. I like I'm not mad at all. Yeah, like literally like a chopstick. He's just got like a little like a little chopstick lightsaber. No one's done orange. Like, <laughs> they haven't done yeah. orange in I live mean, action. No. We could give him an orange one. If but, it was like the the screen time that Luke got in in this, I guess that hundred yeah. percent agree. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what twenty I was minutes. At. Yeah, at the end, that's perfect. Like, uh, you know, Mando shows up to Luke's planet and just checks in. You know, it's like, hey, kid, how you doing? Ruffles like, his head. like or, the end or of, they're like at the that one... they're at that that arc uh, the act two dip where he's at his lowest point and he's trying to you know get anyone he can to he help to him. Be motivated again. and he goes to Luke and Luke's like, I can't really get involved. But if you want Baby Yoda, he's got he's got the weekend off for spring break, so His or, or really just well. or just go give him a hug, you know. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> it could just stop by daycare, you know, I, I think it'll take be your, like take your take your helmet off. I again. think it'll be at the same spot as Luke's <laughs> like like Din uh, Mando will go through this whole, you know, trial and tribulation and that all blows over. And then at the very end it's like sort of an epilogue to the season he goes and visits Grogu. That's what, that's what I mean. Like, like, yeah, I, I, exactly. I side with Clark I doubt it'll be like on a that, that Deus I would not... Ex Grogu kind of thing. No. Right. Well, I, I yeah. I just well, I, I'm not mad at all if it would, if the whole next season has nothing to do with it, and we just like. I mean, I do hope there's like a little, a little, a little tea, you know, treaser. Like we'll, we'll still treaser. have we'll still have <laughs> teaser Carl treat Weathers, at the end. So that's what really matters. Oh, <laughs> and that's the thing with Star Wars is like the new characters that they introduce are the best part of the new Star Wars. Like Carl yeah. Weathers' character, like uh, IG, IG, yeah, like um, Cara Dune, uh, yeah, but I don't Boston know about space, uh, space I, don't, I don't know how long Disney's <laughs> gonna spoken. I don't know how long Disney's gonna keep uh, Gina Carano. Oh, I mean, oh well, yeah, we'll see. Well, well like, they probably didn't around. know about it at the time of filming. That's yeah. what I mean. Because like, the Disney is like that fake woke. Yeah. Where they like want to pretend that they're progressive <laughs> unless people catch them not being progressive, and then they're I like, mean, "Oh no, uh, course correct, uh, lesbian kiss in episode nine that you can easily edit out for China." Uh, good yeah, enough, right? Kathleen Kennedy wow. and her whole like you know troop of uh, okay social justice warriors. And okay, well, Johnson I mean that's and, fair, but you know. passive progressive. <laughs> As, uh, someone, someone from Red Letter Media came up with that. Oh, I think it was yeah. Rich Evans Fake or something woke, like that. Passive yeah. aggressive, I like that. Passive, passive progressive. progressive. That's, yeah. that's funny. Speaking of Disney, let's get into the sh- fucking smorgasbord of shit that they announced. Right? How like, many? What was it? Two, three have? weeks ago at this point. Xavier still thinks there's going to be a Luke Skywalker show. Yeah, they've teased it, or at no. least like behind the scenes, you, there's a no. bunch of rumors going around. No. Well, let's just go ahead and start with the tag <laughs> of season two of okay. Mandalorian, which is the Book of Boba, which was not announced 
during the initial right because yeah. I so mean, there's no reason there's not it other been, unannounced it would have been projects. like if you hadn't seen any we'll get of, into that if you hadn't seen any of this season or like if you were behind or whatever like they waited till literally the last second to announce it right so oh and, if you, and you know that they already up, had like, cause, that because boba was a big reveal they knew those dates would line up right the disney conference and the uh, the air it's kind of like how what was it like episode seven of the first season dropped like the day before rise of skywalker oh yeah something like that it's a good they, hype train yeah they they have those those dates lined up but and I'm sure they have a shitload lined up for all these titles they've announced. Of course, they've only announced like a few of them, like the dates. I I mean, like because only a few of them are actually in like pre-production at this point. Like I think Kenobi is currently filming as of the recording of this, January second, um, or they're done filming. Ewan McGregor has at least done his costume uh, testing, right? Oh, and I feel like that announcement of Hayden Christensen was timely enough that it would have to be that they okay. were already preparing to. Yep. Shoot are there and all that. are there photos of that of Obi Wan back in gear? No, I think there's a picture so. of Ewan McGregor like walking out of the back door of the building when he was done. But yeah. I don't think there's any. Like, if you check out Ewan's Twitter, costume. he's got yeah, some cool stuff. I guess that's, that's so the Disney. Boba Fett one is kind of interesting, the Book of Boba, because before Solo was a giant bomb for Disney, there was a plan. Why, but... There was a plan to have James Mangold, who directed Logan, and bunch of other movies to do a Boba Fett movie. And that was going to come out. Oh yeah. Like I remember that 20. I don't know when it was supposed to come out, but that was, back that was going to rogue one. And, uh, so that was probably before yeah. Mandalorian. Like, I think they knew Mandalorian would get well received. I don't think they expected it to be like, or I'm sure it came out as a brainchild of that, yeah. that conversation. How do we reintroduce Boba? Well, they you might know. have talked about that in the Disney Gallery thing when they were. That's like, what I was kind of saying earlier. Is like they're just going to try to tie these any of these loose ends together mm-hmm. to try to save face to make for the sequels whatever. make sense. Yeah, especially to make anything of it. Right, makes sense. <clears throat> but I, also like bringing Boba back in general yeah. at all, even though it's going to be like a mini series, and um, it'll probably just be that one off, and they'll probably end up killing him for real. Or maybe it'll be it. like Sherlock, where they do like one mini series season every couple years so it's like book one book two book three well here's the thing though is that we know that darth maul is going to go to tatooine to go fight obi-wan we know boba is currently on tatooine we know luke's on tatooine well he's so, not currently boba's luke, not currently on tatooine he's somewhere he, in space well uh, no okay yeah, you're is, right you're right from the tag in the cantina he's in jawa's hut uh, Thomas Palace. So he's on tattooing. So there's all these chess pieces that are on the board, and they're getting something ready. They're know. doing the Marvel setup thing. Yeah, they're doing the setup yeah. thing. Right. The, the that's what they Avengers all do. That's what you do is you tease stuff. characters in one show, and then that, you know you get another character that's teased in another show. Just, why? Why do the shows have to connect besides the word Star Wars? Why can't they just be their own shows, and and do like maybe like a like a Star Trek thing where like every season and a half you get Worf for an episode? Right. You know, <laughs> but you don't need to do the whole backdoor pilot thing where it's like you try to amp up yeah. each show and get viewers into each show by teasing. You know, that's we did a we great Ahsoka about. episode. Now there's an Ahsoka series if you like that. Yeah, but I'm personally really looking forward to Kenobi. Kenobi's gonna be great. Yeah, Ewan is gonna be great. Ewan McGregor is one of the best parts of the prequels because he is taking material that he is way better than and making it work way better than it should. Absolutely. At least from his perspective. He is 
I'm not gonna say he carries those movies on his back. I would say the clearly same thing the animators too as Count Dooku. Yeah, he he brought Count Dooku to life with his you know oh, yeah. persona. He he put as much heart into Count Dooku as he did in into Saruman in the Hobbit movies. That says something. <laughs> that he was get, some fierce. He, he's a true sure. professional. Rest his soul. Yeah. But, so Kenobi's coming out. The Bad Batch is coming out. Uh, which we which is those about. those five clone troopers from the Clone Wars three D series of Clone Wars yep and so again with the rehashing kind of old characters that are introduced and not really introducing new characters. I guess they are technically new characters but they're new to like the masses I think new to the masses new since the Disney acquisition as well I would yeah. say um, but that's going to be an interesting show because that's going to show the transition from the Republic troopers to the empire and that transition from clone troopers right. to normal troopers yeah right? and, and, this and is just the enlist, last enlisted bit. people as opposed to clones yeah so how are this how is this bad batch going to handle that transition and all there's a lot of cool stuff that can be handled there um especially since they're going to be going from playing the good guys right to now you know right like a lot of the admirals and stuff were like higher ups in the you know clone army and now they're and what happens after the purge after order 66 like did you know all the chips in the the clones have gone off but the bad batch i'm assuming don't have those chips but I, i'm sure they don't care either because they're so wait are they all clones they're all clones but they're so they the all... bad batch of clones so they're, they're so they're all they're all from Django's dna right yes yeah but they all they're... have tomorrow morrison's voice but uh which will be weird. Are they just no, gonna actually, get... these guys have different voices, I think. But they're their faces are still... Somewhat the same. Right. They're like altered DNA of So are they going to so not... deepfake Tamora Morrison's face onto like a bunch of different actors, <laughs> like social network style with the 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 Army Hammer twins? No. The, yeah, the ba- you should check out the Bad Batch. If you haven't yet, they're really good. They're cool characters. I think everybody's going to like those guys. But I like... I kind of... I think the Obi-Wan one is a better... That's going to be definitely bigger, for sure. Oh, because what? of how big of a character Obi-Wan is. Uh, what in but the entire world? Everyone everyone wants to watch an Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Not that many people want to watch a Cassian Andor series. From I mean... Guy, we know who is... How is that? I mean, we know how Obi-Wan I barely know, who has barely but... any character. I, I like that actor. I oh, Diego Luna's great. It's just phenomenal. he has fuck all to do in that movie. I mean, it's going to be the spy part of Star Wars, I think. Yeah. We don't get a lot of the spy craft. We get a lot of the rebels and the rebellion fighting and, like, but he, the squadron like side. James Bond character. But, like, undercover, like, double agent, you know, underworld. You know, it's, he never really it's, comes it's across not like that in Rogue One, though. Than just coming up with a n- random character in a random story. Yeah, and he's supposed yeah. to, I mean, from his telling, even in the. I just the think Rogue One is an odd place to spin off from. If totally. that makes sense. I think it's going to be before that. Though. It is. That's it's what the I'm building saying. Like, of the rebellion is what he said. Rogue One is a spinoff of the original Star Wars. Now this is we're just keep going further back in time until and it's like Baby Thrawn <laughs> or something. And that's my know. critique is that like they just can't find new territory to venture off into. The problem Star Wars with, is a huge galaxy with a huge timeline. But prequels which, aren't even like exclusive to true. Star Wars as a problem. Like, no. Game of Thrones is coming out with a prequel series. Lord of the Rings is coming out with a prequel series. Now, thankfully, they're, like, trying to separate it from the original character. But, like, The Hobbit is a better example because they tried to directly tie The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings together through several characters. Even though there was none of that in the original. Right. Yeah. And the whole thing with prequels is 
chances are characters you're seeing on screen you know how they die so if they're in peril in a prequel you feel nothing because you don't plot armor you know what's going to happen yeah you know who's how they're going you know the exact way they're going to die you know the time and date of their death and, right uh, that's there's nothing exciting about so that. so why do i want to watch an, a mini series about cassian and or if i know he's just going to get swallowed up by a planet explosion melancholia style but we gotta well, watch mon mothma and i don't arm- know i mean <laughs> we all knew i prefer mon mothma anakin was darth vader and that's exactly that's we enjoyed yeah. that part of the problem i enjoyed the, the obi-wan versus anakin you know that obi-wan's obviously not going to die on mustafar yep. so i just exactly. i understand why because they they get characters that people like that they didn't expect so they think oh let's find out where they came from because money mm-hmm. but but that's the story good thing about ahsoka ahsoka's so... because she's the brainchild of dave filoni right and because her future is unspoken well she died, and then she got brought back again through and because, the Force time fuckery. And because she was Anakin's And Padawan. because she's at Anakin's Padawan. She she had a save point. She did she have respawned. a save point. Yeah, yeah. she respawned. Yeah, Literally Ezra brought respawned. her back. Because uh, she was actually going to die in a battle with Darth Vader on uh, some Sith planet where Darth Maul, Vader, Ezra, the whole gang in Rebels is, is there. And um, So it's like Avengers Endgame? Yeah, it's exactly right. <laughs> they go back in time. They pull. They pluck somebody out of their pinnacle moment, and then they bring them back into the present. So it's kind of like the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Yeah, you know what? That's exactly right. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's still Bunch canon because the, we we know there are Jedi temples that have a connection to like the timeline in the Force. Either way, I, like I need. To, I don't want to see it to, again. But yeah, <laughs> I'd like to get to know Ahsoka better as a character because I think there are parts of the timeline that we could explore through her. Which is also why the the title Rangers of the New Republic intrigues me because the New Republic, we have barely seen it represented at all. Like they set that up in Force Awakens as like, okay, after the fall of the Empire, they started a new republic and that they're already and it's not doing great because we can't garner enough support. Exactly, and we got like, this new threat out there. Like this is all great. Show it. Don't tell me. Don't just tell me that it happened. <laughs> Show me why I should give a shit when those five planets that are right next to each other get exploded at the same time. Like, why do I care that the New Republic fell? I don't know anything about them other than the fact that Leia was somewhat involved mm-hmm. politically. And um, you know that, uh, you know, Cara Dune is now a ranger of the New Republic after, you know, those two fighter cops showed up. Mm-hmm. Right. He just dropped a badge on her desk and was like, hey, good job. Uh, so she's although, like, "Hey, you mind if I flagrantly break the rules in the next episode?" Right. Uh, <laughs> Disney may, you know, uh, quit Cara Dune or her her, her actress, uh, you know, rather. But wait, is she the one that was that people were freaking the out MMA about? Fighter that yeah, she's a Trumper. Like, the Cara Dune, like the yeah, the actress. Really, yeah. I thought it was one of the side, like the blue Mandalorians, like the one that didn't have any lines. Oh, I thought no. she was the one people were freaking. No, no like straight no, up. She's also no. a yeah. fighter. She yeah. is also an MMA fighter. I thought that's where that came from. Was that? Oh, but so no, I got. Damn got that that's upsetting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately. So I really Gina liked her. Corona, I liked her yeah. character oh, and what they were great. trying to. I think people should separate. You know, but she's still. I mean, I don't. I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll fire. I mean, they they, they won eighty on James Gunn. So what the fuck? I mean, she wasn't a that big of a character. Yeah, but she's got a Lego, and it's hard. (laughs) It's hard to readjust once you're once you're in Lego (laughs) form. It's hard to retcon your existence. Well, she just she doesn't. 
I need to be mm. cast in anything else. She doesn't need That's to be all. in that I mean, show, she, though, necessarily. Is she going around on set yelling, make America great again? Or is she showing up and just that. doing the fucking job? She's just doing her Twitter she's thing, you know? and like It's a separate. She's showing up for work, and then, you know, personally, she's... If she's not calling black people, like, monkeys, like Roseanne or whoever... Oh, yeah. Oof. Was, yeah it Ro- oof. was it Roseanne? Uh, I don't know. Because the, then now they're doing the Connors, where they just killed off her character. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. they had to kill her off because she was because yeah, you're spouting, doing so. something in public that or just deep fake Gina Carano in future episodes. <laughs> <laughs> your your image and likeness are ours get, for get all someone. Uh, that is what Disney does. Uh, That's why they do shit I mean, like Tarkin like, in Rogue One. Because yep. as soon as they have your face on file, they will use it for eternity. I mean. And get a vo- and a, a, a look alike. I, a sound I loved awesome. Rogue One. Yeah, and, and I honest, thought that was a great use of it. We have a very big. Well, so was Carrie Fisher's on that. Yeah, same. I think Carrie Fisher's and Mark Hamill's deep fakes were awesome. They were amazing. I don't really care if they look a little bit weird. They were fucking great uses, and it shocked everybody in both instances, and they were both great. Yeah, but Darth Vader's cape was blowing in space, so what the fuck was up with that? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> spaceships can't fly around in space like they do either, so... No, it's it's all about hyperspeed. It's fine. There's also not fire. You also can't drop bombs out of a fucking spaceship. Or no, there's totally gravity. On the outside of you also can't <laughs> ride fucking horses on space a goddamn horses. spaceship. We're just gonna pretend that didn't happen. Uh, no. So what's up with this visions? Uh, yeah, show? I was that one of those nothing. like animated ones they announced? It's one of the, the, I believe they said that it was uh, snippets uh, from like. It's like, is it like the Star Wars version of that Marvel What If thing that they're gonna do? Uh, maybe. I honestly didn't read that much. I it was, like, the ones that are named after people were the ones that I was reading more up about. We haven't talked about Rogue Squadron yet. Visions is the anime, so it's a collection of an- like animes oh, from different okay. anime studios. Kind of oh, like the like, right. an- like episodic like like stories. the Animatrix. Yeah, like yeah. the Animatrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, exactly. that's right. Like different animated that, shorts. Right, so they're bringing some cultural cool. like you know influence into it. I think it'll be really cool. Well, uh, the Japanese like samurai culture heavily inspired the first one, so that. I can see why they would go that route. Uh, I hope mm-hmm. it's going to be really good. But it'll also be interesting to see how these characters are represented not from an American perspective. That will be interesting. Yeah. Rogue Squadron, yeah. What is it, Rogue Squadron? Um, is this going to be a movie or a series of... It's going to be a television series for Disney+. Plus. A miniseries? I thought that was or... the... I thought Patty Jenkins was... Patty Jenkins. That I was the movie, wasn't it? Was gonna be Rogue like... Squadron's like the one movie oh, they Oh, maybe announced. it is going to be a movie. Well, like, a couple of them are movies. Most of them are series, but I think that's the one of the few this movies This is actually... You know what? Uh, I think you're right. Because there's a also movie. a movie that Taika Waititi is going to write and direct, but they don't. we don't know anything about that, not even the name. Oh, yeah. That's we just know he's in Right, that he's going to be doing a movie. Right. Which I'm fine with, because... I he's thought he had great. a whole trilogy. But he's got his hands like, oh, in fucking yeah. everything right now. But now that they're doing The High Republic, it may be a movie set in The High Republic. I think you're thinking of Ryan Johnson, Clark. Oh, right. From, uh, Which we'll, we'll talk about that, because that, that, that's uh, in our no cancelled projects. So apparently Chris projects. Pine is uh, hmm. teased some Star Wars stuff with uh, Rogue Squadron. Oh. So that'd be an interesting Star Trek, Star Wars crossover. I'd be, I'd be alright with that. I think we've had too much... Right? And also, he's related to Patty Jenkins in the sense that he's been in both of the Wonder Woman. Right. So that's probably why he's involved, because... The casting. She probably called him. Small world. Yeah. She sent him a a text. Hey, do you want to be in a Star Wars film? (laughs) What? 
Uh, how much does it pay? Sorry, I just woke up from a nap. Yep. So that one's coming out in 2023, apparently, so far. Great. So that'll, that'll take a little while. Now, do we think that'll come out in theaters or drop it on Disney Plus? It well, who knows at this point, right? But but let's just make like a, a let's make a prediction now. We can be proved wrong. I I say yes. I say Disney Plus. I movie. say it'll be I say Lady and the Tramp. Theaters. Dump it on their style. So do you think we'll get Mandalorian season three before we get Book of Boba Fett in December? No. They, yes. Depending no. on the season sh- three has been pushed back. Right, because of COVID. Oh. Right. And so, Book of Boba is already in production with Robert Rodriguez and uh, Dave Filoni. Okay. So hopefully Robert Rodriguez gets to do some, like, uh, you know... Uh, Desperado Dust style. Yeah, Dust Till Dawn, Desperado, like... <laughs> El Mariachi kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 The stuff he's good for. The stuff he hasn't done in almost 30 years? Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hopefully we can get a Tarantino episode where he's like, hey, oh, yeah. hey, you know, we got Boba that, now. That he's, in, he's in Jabba's Palace. Even if it's just like you one scene, like want, Sin City. Yeah. yeah. Right. Or he makes a cameo. He's just hanging out, you know? And... As long as he does his awful Australian accent from Django Unchained. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not worth it. Exactly. Um, so I think the only other thing I have on here is the Acolyte and a droid story. The Acolyte, I think, is another animated thing. It's like an animated oh, anthology. Really? That might be the one. I think that's the dark side of the forest is what they were talking mm-hmm. about. They were is teasing it? it, yeah, as a dark acolyte. Yeah. Like, uh, it could be uh, Ventress. I don't know if she's still uh, kicking around. I don't know what her final story was. I yeah. Know, I can't uh, remember if she died. She, she died in the 2D Clone Wars series. No, but she survived. But that is apparently Clone not Wars. canon. No, it's not. Those it doesn't count anymore, no. even though it's got some of the best storytelling in the whole franchise. No, but, 3D's right. Clone Wars definitely <laughs> takes the cake. But uh, Ventress does live. She's Dooku's apprentice. Right. And Dooku keeps two secret apprentices throughout his you know time. Uh, as we all know, Palpatine had many. So Yeah, he, he had a lot of... It's hypercritical like, yeah. moment there. But, he, has a, he has a lot of placeholders, just yeah, in case something just happens. just in case something happens. Right? And a droid story sounds like... Like those droid cartoons from the eighties, like right after Return of the Jedi. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> or a Toy Story, but a droid story. Or or like maybe like the Ewok those like T V movies. The Ewok mm. Adventures. That's what that seems like. But it's probably gonna be like a new robot that's in the vein of like BB eight or R two or something like that. And they're trying to they're trying to make an entire thing off of that first twenty minutes of Star Wars, also known as a New Hope, where it's 3PO and R2 in the desert. I think they want to tell an entire story through that perspective. Also, it's uh, worth noting for those that are listening at home right now, uh, Brandon has fallen asleep on the nope. couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, lull you to sleep it sure seemed like it. Sorry. Are we boring you with our nope. speculation of the wars and the stars? These are the Star Wars. (laughs) Those near and far. Uh, I wish they would have spread out these announcements, though. I wish they'd only announced like three or four at a time. Now it's like we've got all these years to wait. It is a little overwhelming. Yeah, but I mean, too many cooks in the kitchen. The Book of Boba Fett is that going to be? It said December mini series. It's It's going to be a mini series, like a limited series. Six episodes. It's a limited run. Okay. But, so we so may see the end of Boba. That's what I'm saying. Like with Darth Maul showing up and Kenobi, like Darth Maul could show up as part of the underbelly of the underworld. Well, if Boba didn't die from the Sarlacc pit, at this point, retirement is his most likely outcome. Yeah, you is, know it, what I mean? is it going to, to be from empire, you know? this like, point on, or maybe he'll be like see... a benevolent? 
you know. I think it's going to be from the point that he steps in from when he leaves the flashback action when he drops you know the whole gang off to go fight the dark troopers Mm -hmm. and he jets what that's yeah that's gonna be the beginning that was the the next scene was he just went to tattoo and was just like later guys (laughs) yeah so, the but I mean, that seems like a pretty good closing point for his like story, though. Too. That's what I'm yeah. saying. And and back up Tatooine, you so know, it, it be back be... on the top. He, you know, Jabba's dead. Everybody's dead. You know, what we didn't talk about it. Also, Lando. Makes... We didn't talk about the Lando series. Uh, they're playing. Oh, Donald Glover right. going to be? <laughs> that's the big question. Is it going to be Billy D. Williams and like another new no, Lando? Billy Is D. Donald Glover going to be involved? Yeah. Are they going to deep fake? Are they going to do like Irishman style de aging? On Billy D. Williams, I don't know. I hope not. They, we literally don't know shit about Lando other than the fact that it's called Lando. Donald Glover better, better be executive producing and he better act in it. Yeah, I would hope and that it would be. It better Donald be just within the same timeline. Keep continuity line as like, up. As long as he <laughs> yeah. can play Miles Morales in Lando, oh, man. then it'll, it'll work out. Um, it'll be cool. Uh, again, I hope it's part of the same time when like him and Han Solo were running around the the galaxy. You know, being the Kessel run. You're saying around like the solo movie era? Oh, we're getting some feedback. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Damn it. Like I said, uh, we're not professionals. My ears. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Corsair headphones. Very comfortable. Never tire out your ears. Ever. Dunder Mifflin. This episode is also brought to you by Man Wipes. Wipe your filthy, stinking ass, you disgusting fat nerd. <laughs> you filthy animal. If you use the promo code oh, HarryButthole20, oh you can get oh 10% off your first purchase. Um, so that's what Disney is going to put out. But can we real quick talk about the stuff that they announced after they bought Lucasfilm? but have since decided to not do because of the way that their movies have turned out. Like, we were talking about it a bit earlier. Oh, uh, canceled projects? The ba- the James Mangold Boba Fett movie, which mm-hmm. we've all theorized evolved into... Well, that got canceled because uh, the Solo movie did so poorly, it bombed, right? yeah. Well, that's also... There's a lot of factors why Solo bombed, one of which was the fact that it came out the weekend after Avengers Infinity War, and um, Deadpool 2, and all these giant yeah. other movies that they own. Yep. And Solo just had to come out on that day, because... I mean, they, I they the could have put it out the same weekend, <clears throat> and it would have worked better. Not even. Because no. you're going to pick one or the other, and, and mm. Avengers is this, like, giant movie, and Solo is this, like, standalone one Maybe not, thing. though. I mean, like, I feel like if you put it out the same weekend, it would have... It's the holidays. I, I think it still would have bombed. I don't think Solo is enough of a, a conceptual character to carry a movie of the type. Not that Solo was bad. I'm just saying from a box office, like, marketing perspective, it wasn't the strongest pitch. Definitely you know, like not Rogue, against Avengers Infinity War, right? Like, despite my opinion on Rogue One, it's still a more intriguing idea than Solo as a movie. Agreed. In my opinion. Yeah. Even though I would yeah. prefer to rewatch Solo any day I mean, week. It, it opens up literally opens up uh, a new hope. So the other canceled series was uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss uh, stepping away from Game of Thrones. Right, so they reportedly walked away from their deal 
Because uh, they have that $250 million development deal that Netflix... From Netflix? Yeah. yeah, exactly. That was the reason that they stated they walked away from it. However, behind the scenes, Ooh. Game of Thrones final season aired. I think oh. Kathleen Kennedy is very... Uh-huh. Pr- she's very trigger-happy when it comes to firing people that have... That the fans don't like. Exactly. She has. She has a, or people that don't do what she likes. With in, in the case of the original directors of Solo, the the Jump Street Lego Movie, or even guys. the guy that Ryan Johnson replaced. I mean, Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. With Trevorrow. If we had a Trevorrow. Uh, apparently, that script was supposed to be really good. I and doubt that. Well, well, it's better than, just, it's better than we'll anything that. that Chris. What's his name? Chris Terrio, the guy from Batman v Superman. Oh. Yeah. When you're getting that guy to bring it to come in and write your finale to your giant, yeah, it's not going to turn out. Well. Yeah. We so can stay here and bitch about episode D and D. They uh, they went bye bye. We'll see. So what I also I found is there was going to be a droids movie, which is probably what a droid story has been repurposed uh, into. Yeah, mm-hmm. or just re like taking the I- concepts and ideas mm-hmm. from that and just recycling it. There was also going to be a Wookiee movie. Hmm. So probably something on Kashyyyk or yeah, just like the first. Catch. Ten minutes of yeah, I was gonna say it's like just the first ten minutes of the seventy-eight holiday special, and yeah. just all <laughs> it's, there's no dialogue at all, and it's all just. And Art Carney, they 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 reanimate Art Carney's corpse with CGI, and he comes in and he tries to sell him Wookie shampoo, <laughs> and then Luke's talking to them like Lassie, like right. what no. was that boy? What is that? <laughs> that that's probably the worst idea on this canceled on this canceled project list because I don't know anyone that like Wookies aren't even I would say one of the what people consider to be cool in Star Wars like Wookies they're fine Wookies are badass they'll tear your limb from yeah, yeah but at the same time like we don't really get to see that because Star Wars is PG thirteen at the max yeah which is, again, you do get to see, again Star you do, Wars video games but you get you, to really enjoy some of that well stuff. you also get to see a lot of the Wookie stuff in uh, Clone Wars show you do and the Wookies get down they they know how to get down once again I'm reiterating for those listening I personally have not seen most of the Clone Wars series so I'm alluding to things that have probably already existed. But I, I'm still trying to catch up. There's just a shitload of them. It happens. And plus, it's it's it is a cartoon for kids, so it's kind of hard for me at 25 to start going in like. You say that, but they. Snap I'm just coming necks. from like a lore perspective. I'm not really there for the goofy antics of. Clone so the Troopers. show does. I will say this: when if you're getting into Clone Wars, the first two seasons are originally geared towards kids, mm-hmm. and then after the fact, yeah. they realized what audience they were actually pulling from, and then they started re-gearing. Okay. Clone Wars to a more adult, mature audience. Interesting. And so, so it's kind of like becomes more adult. The plot lines become more adult. This is going to be a weird comparison, but it's kind of like My Little Pony: Friendship is Magic, <laughs> in the way that the first few seasons were just like a straight up, I'm a robot. I am Darth Vader. Yep. Sorry. Feedback I mean, once again. Well, like they they retooled it because they realized a big portion of their audience were not actual child children, but they were bronies, grown up children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can go to the brony legal if legal you want adult to. children. So yeah, Clone Wars is definitely worth it. Um, Rebels suffers from the same issue initially, where again they gear it towards children the first like right. season, and then again they realized, oh well, you know our audience is actually more adult. Is Rebels, the animated, the animated um, yeah, so. series about uh, Ezra Bridger is the main character. He's um, a child who is born 
on um, Purge Day. Is it, this is taking oh, wow. place. Yeah. Like right at in like the second act of Revenge of the Sith is when it's I he's guess born when he was born at that point. Right. I and mean, it takes place well, when he's 13, 14. It takes place between a, 3 yeah. and 4. Basically. Uh no, it, yeah, right. between Revenge yes. Revenge during and during the peak of the Empire will start with. Right, that's right. correct. When What's, the Empire is building. Oh, what am I thinking of? And here? so um you get Kanan uh Kanan who's actually a Jedi who survived the purge who was a knight but had not become a Jedi master. So he was not able to actually take a Padawan yet because he had had not been granted the the rank of master. Yeah, Uh, His master died to save him during the Purge. And so I think Kanan and Cal Kestis are the same age. Okay. Or very, or Cal's may or uh, Cal's uh, probably older. Cal is actually a little younger. He's like maybe two, three years younger than um, than Kanan. Um, there was also one more thing I had on this list, which is a Mos Eisley movie, a movie that's about that CD <coughs> underculture, like bar oh. drug oh, you smuggler. Mean like those first couple scenes that were cut out of the original Star Wars, where right? One of my death sticks. When, when Luke goes to visit Wedge or <laughs> whatever, yeah, Wedge and yeah. Tilly's, yeah, right. I know. Was it? No, it wasn't Wedge. Was <laughs> it? It was the other guy. No, the, his other He's probably uh, pilot friend. <laughs> probably from the original original. Yeah, movies. yeah. Couple couple cuts there. I don't remember his name because they cut out everything with his character up until the point where he shows up. Like, mm-hmm. we're supposed to know who he is when we don't. Absolutely. But it's fine. Because we have that little emotional crux when he dies in the, the trench run. Uh, and it gives us more of a reason to root for Luke to succeed. Um, speaking of... Actually, I don't have a good segue for this. I'm just going to move on to my next point that I have <laughs> written down. Um, we're, well, it's, it's loosely related. So, cancel projects we were just talking about but one that we don't know the status of is the supposed Ryan Johnson trilogy. No. It's in the air. They haven't no. officially canceled it yet, they haven't, but they, haven't, they also yeah. haven't acknowledged it at all. No. Right. Brandon's no, you just, don't want it? Brandon's or? just knowing it out of existence. He's, no. he's reiterating will it, that. Will it out of do existence. Do not let him do that. Of course not. I thought, is, is Taika Waititi not getting a trilogy? No, he's getting a movie. Well, a movie. Maybe, maybe a movie. it's like okay, a... I thought... Maybe it's like a test. I like you get one movie, and if it's good Johnson's enough, we'll give you two more. With that project? I don't know. Hmm. I, here's my thing with Ryan Johnson. I think he is capable of a lot better than he is, than he puts out. I said that, The too. problem is, he needs a co-writer. He absolutely needs a co-writer. Because I saw Knives Out, and it's written and directed by Ryan Johnson. And so many of the problems with how that that I had with that script... I know people love it, but personally, I did not i think a big part of it is the writing like he thinks that he's a lot more clever than he actually is <laughs> and if he had another writer that could actually come in and That's find fair. that nuance and like yeah. but i've said this to clark to work out the issues i've said this to clark i i feel like if it if either jj had had all three or ryan johnson had had Rise of Skywalker, it could or, have ended better. Yeah, or Kathleen Kennedy has a, a one, two, three story outline from day one. Or or whoever at <clears throat> Lucasfilm. You you say, yes, we're giving you creative control, but these are the basic story points you need to hit for this whole trilogy to make sense. But yeah, even... even, even well, because that was the thing. Talk, speaking about Ryan Johnson, that was supposed to happen. He was originally supposed to write and direct eight and then just write the story for nine that was their original announcement back in like 2013 or whatever when force awakens was still in production 
that was going to be, and then I'm assuming that that all fell through because of the, all the backlash to The Last Jedi, so he probably didn't want to be involved anymore. There's also the silent coup that's going on within Lucasfilm between the Kathleen Kennedy guard and the favreau Filoni camp. Yeah. Where they're really not working together, they're working almost at ends from each other. Kennedy huh. is working for the shareholders. Filoni and Favreau are working for, for the themselves fans. and the and the fans. And yes. they they are fans like at yeah, the exactly. end of the day. Like Filoni is the the ultimate fan. But let's not pretend that John Favreau doesn't get a big a big you know oh, yeah, lightsaber knows. in his pants every time he gets to try out a new piece of tech. Absolutely. On set. He yeah. loves it. And that's why like uh, hey. Favreau is is like the technical technological aspect of, on the of uh, George, right? So like he Favreau is the one who wants to bring in the new technology just like George did. You know, blue screen technology, all that fun stuff. The dump, but the, John the is more hyper focused on it than Dave. Dave Filoni's main thing is like the story, lore. Yeah, he is a lord fucking encyclopedia. And that's why I think them together make a single George Lucas. You know what I mean? That's like, fair. Yeah, Filoni is the lore <laughs> and the characters and like. You mean one single? It's like the le- it's like the left and right brain, <laughs> like right? Yeah, exactly. Like Dave, Dave Filoni is like the left. Or what? It, whichever side is the side. yeah, and Favreau is like. No, I think it's the. I think I think Dave Filoni is like the very logistical, the yeah. like these are the rigid guidelines Here's and all this stuff. And, and then John Favreau and... is like about the, uh, the wonder and the magic. Well, not that Dave You're Filoni right. isn't, but they. If we have to put him into a you know black or white box like that that makes sense but i, I agree i think they're they're two but that's sides why working as a team yeah. makes sense like you're saying with ryan johnston that would make a lot of sense to but have i hope that they still that focus like... on that that teamwork element yeah, going i hope forward. that they would realize just like executives on the su- 11 star the wars success things. of the mandalorian and all of the different directors that have come through it right and put that towards the game world because yes it's Which we'll atrocious how ea has had this death grip on star wars games for so long well i think that's actually one of my next points so let's just go ahead and let's just move into Roll video games into yeah because okay. that's that's still a big that has never i think that's probably where they've had their most continued success throughout all the ups and downs of the prequels and the sequels and all that shit star wars like ea Specifically, from a monetary standpoint, they have not ever hit a loss. No matter how good or bad the game is, people still eat this shit up. Like, and it's not to say that they shouldn't, because there are some legitimately good games. Like, even if you have to deal with EA's bullshit, Fallen yeah, Order was an enjoyable game. Fallen Order is great. Battlefront 2 storyline was an enjoyable game. Yeah, but, you know, uh, 10, it 15 its- years ago, there used to be different Star Wars games from different publishers coming out all the That's time. Every other year yeah. there was a new Star yeah. Wars game for a while. But they all had that LucasArts like, yes. brand on it. You know, Jedi, Man, Jedi yeah. No, 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 no. Jedi Power Battles was the best fucking Star Wars game. <laughs> never been but okay. what about the, the pod race arcade game? Yeah, that's true. Or the pod get the like any of the pod the, race. Yeah, uh, the like NES, the N64, like, uh, and the uh, oh yeah, N64, N64 and the Dreamcast versions. Like yeah, the, uh, the uh, Jedi Outcast yep. games. Those were great. Wasn't there just or a straight Bounty Clone Hunter. Wars game around the time Attack of the Clones came out? There, there, was, was, there was a PS2. Two there was a PS2. Yeah, those game. were amazing. Oh, games. oh the original oh, Battlefronts. Oh, 
honorable honorable mention of the fucking bounty hunter game. Yes. Yeah. Where yes. you get to mm-hmm. use the thermal goggles and everything. Which is probably oh, yeah, where a was... lot of inspiration for you got stuff that's in the, the Mandalorian came from. <laughs> yeah. Because there is jet that. And the and the Blasters and the cable. The flamethrowers. Everything, yeah. Well, the flamethrower is in Attack of the Clones. Right. Well, right, but like. But it's that barely was like, You just like, yeah. you got to use it. It was like something that you were like. Right. It was like a fucking, like you could change it out. And like, Bounty oh, Hunter is a great so game. so cool. That was such a good game. And one of the cool things from, speaking of the end, starting, going back to where we started from is. Uh, the end of season two of Mandalorian, they brought in the Dark Troopers from Dark Empire, which is a game from forever ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that came out on PC, where the Dark Troopers actually originally were like a, a bio hybrid, like a bio machine hybrid, where they had injected, they used like force sensitive people to turn them into like these Dark Troopers. Which right, kind and, of we split and, and made Inquisitors out of that. That scientist mentions it that the the human was the last uh, weak, piece of the puzzle, right? Link. Yeah, the weak link, and so they eliminated the human, and then mm-hmm. now we got these new Dark Troopers. So it's cool. Why am of, I like, not surprised? Give a to the old yeah. like to the studies that they were probably doing in some empi- imperial base somewhere way you know out. Why which am I not surprised I, that the one idea that I thought was original? was a deep cut <laughs> it's a super deep cut yeah yeah <laughs> sorry and, Clark, and, and that would have made a, a great you know uh, i don't know bring cal kestis in exactly you know, bring ezra in you're, you're already it. bringing in elements of video games so we don't need everything tied to the skywalker yeah trilogy the, the further out or, the further know, out you stories. branch from the skywalkers the better off you are with the Star cooler Wars, Star Wars gets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go to the old, uh, the old Republic. Those video games are some of the coolest video games out there, and that's where we get the crate dragon from. Is from the old Republic, mm-hmm. right. from the beginning of season two. Dave Filoni's just doing all looks. the deep cuts in. Yeah, because well, it's, it's in the well, very first Star Wars. Because they, they yeah. it's just not the crate dragon physically. In it. Looks more like a. It was a skeleton. Looks like a dune worm. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I was, it was I was a skeleton to in the, Kotor. There's that. There's that like anti-predatory, like crate dragon yell that obi-wan mimics oh. in the very first star wars yeah but well, they changed also, it like four times with each restoration oh, and, and special new, edition yeah. and all that when stuff, uh so when r2 like and on, on 3po are walking through the desert and that big yeah skeleton which honestly looks so much smaller it than it did in mandalorian well, that's the thing in kotor they were so much smaller they were yeah. supposed to be way smaller yeah um and then you get this giant dune worm <laughs> and then and then john favreau was like yeah but what if it was bigger, bigger? yeah <laughs> i mean you know i'm not opposed to that that was a really cool sequence so for the as far as like strong bait scene. and everything that was yeah super cool that was great <laughs> that was a throwback to kotor because you use a bantha to like lure a crate dragon that's yeah. attacking the the sand people but, but for some reason, as, I don't know, EA doesn't think single-player games are what people want. people don't but want single-player games. I hope yeah. that they do, oh, because they I hope do. that the response to Jedi Fallen Order would be enough to let them yeah. know that people, people really like enjoy the single, well, also like, the, Skyrim kind of gameplay. But also with, like, the like the like dog-fighting aspect, like the the... the the shooters, you know, the mm-hmm. space shooters, like uh, oh, Rogue yeah. Squadron back on N64. Oh, yeah. Like the that original was such Rogue a Squadron. fucking awesome Which game. makes me think Star Wars in that Star movie there's just going to be a lot of space battles. Uh, uh, Jedi oh, yeah. Power <laughs> Battle. It's going to be 99% uh, of the movie Je- set uh, in space. No, what was it called? Je- uh, Jedi Starfighter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Starfighter was cool. 
And that was when, uh, from the prequels, Jedi Starfighters that you get, that Anakin flies around in, those uh, really cool, like, proto a And now they've got this... Oh, the, the, Naboo the yellow fighter? from the they, beginning of Revenge of the Sith? No, not the Naboo Fighters, the one from... Oh, with the... the... It's red and white, like, and it's, it looks like an A-wing, it's like a wedge shape. And R2 sits, like, up in the front. Like, oh, the it's the right, one that... Right, right. You mean the triangle uh, one from at Attack the beginning of the Clones? The Obi-Wan's the flying the copper tri- one? Yeah, right. The one when, that Obi-Wan the flies to, uh... One where Obi-Wan's bitching at Anakin right now. How, how he flies. You're talking Camino? They're in my behind. That one. When he's got those little robots attacking his this ship. This guy right here. This is the, the ship. Yeah, I was thinking the one Clark was thinking. Or the yellow one, right. They do, yeah, you're right, those they did have a yellow one, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because I have that, that see Lego. What's really cool is, is that... It, is it the... They're in my behind. Uh-huh. Right. Shit. Oh, from... from back. Backstroke of the West, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that one that Obi-Wan is in. Good, in, kind in, of. They're in uh, <laughs> my behind. In episode two with that, like, that hyperspace Yeah, the hy- disc, they need a hyperspace you know, ring, like, right, like this. We should make a disclaimer real quick. If you're a Star Wars fan, you're listening to this, and you have not seen <laughs> Star Wars The Third Gathers Backstroke of the West on YouTube, search that. Please. And enjoy the next two and a half hours Say of your life. Say a little slower. Uh... Star Wars The Third Gathers Backstroke of the West. <laughs> Star Wars Backstroke of the West, you'll find Just it. Backstroke of the West, honestly. And, Even and, if you just watch the highlights. Yeah, there's like a 30 minute it's it's great. It's it's English translated into Chinese translated back into English. It is pure a la gold. It's it's mean gold. <laughs> it's ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're going back to these Jedi oh, Starfighters, no. though. One thing that I really <laughs> appreciate is that is from a design aspect is, like, the front of these have this uh, TIE Fighter-like yeah. uh, like hex- hexagonal front yeah. window that you got going on here. Well, it's easy to go back and, and, then, and retcon that way. Oh, you... totally, right. But now you can see, like, kind of how they, like, you squash this design and suddenly you've got a, you've got you know, an a TIE Fighter. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Right. You, stretch out a, you, know, you stretch out a TIE Fighter, you got an A-Wing, It's the right? same, same manufacturer, they just sent new molds. Yeah, it's like a Volkswagen Bug and a Porsche. <laughs> stretch out a Bug and you get a Porsche. Yeah. Stretch out a TIE Fighter, you get a Jedi Just put a little bit of a bigger engine in it. That's fine. It's fine. Could it look more like the letter H? No, this game was really awesome. Or those like special TIE Fighters that they have, the ones where the guys that are in the... Man, there's those like... The TIE Fighters the tie that, that have the, like, the Interceptors. The, yeah, the ones that have the, the pointy wings. Yeah, those are cool. Or the new Inquisitor ships, right? <coughs> those are oh. cool, too. But Jedi Knight Star... I want, I want another Jedi Academy game where you get to play as, like... Oh, kind of like Force Unleashed? <laughs> kind of like Force Unleashed, but... In, um, yeah, you're just in... As, as, now that Disney's doing the High Republic, right? During the pinnacle of Jedi, like, being the most ascetic monks like before they got corrupted <laughs> by the dark side with Palpatine right no. um, where you can just go back and just be another Jedi in the academy going through and just doing that whole thing if they throw in Grogu um, I'm sold oh right um, or you know another one of the species in a different name it'd just be cool to add new characters right? by the way can, finally... can we get the fucking name yes, can we get the, yeah. to the Yoda Grogu series at Yaddle, some point Grogu, please yeah. Yeah, what is the naming uh, uh, like Convention to, of if you if yeah. you can come up if you can bullshit What's a name like Grogu. What's the convention of naming those those species? <laughs> I think yeah. I honestly I wanted uh, uh, to say no, out, literally what it is, is it what like, the the naming convention of those species is George Lucas. George Lucas smokes a joint and then he goes outside for like twenty minutes 
and he comes back in and he says one word and that's what it is. See, yep. I don't think it's that. I think it's he has a oh. dictionary and then he falls asleep with it and then he wakes up <laughs> and whatever he remembers, he'll write down because it like it just combines words you already know. Right. But whoever is behind the naming at Lucasfilm now for Star Wars characters fucking sucks. They yeah. are terrible at coming up with new mm. character names. I don't know how hard it is to come up with nonsense that sounds catchy, but Grogu, like, obviously we weren't just going to call him the child or Baby Yoda for eternity, but Grogu... I think people could like, have survived with Baby it Yoda It does not forever. roll off the tongue the way Yoda does, or, yeah, or right. these other names. It's like a gro- garbled little Grogu, like... It Din sounds. Jaren? It sounds Din like Jaren's an That's a cool acceptable name. name. That's one of the cooler yeah. names. Hey, what can Jaren is fine, but Din is kind of like it's like Finn or Poe or Ray. It's like the one there's syllable thing kind of works, yeah. but like, what's the don't? Well, oh, there's your Star Wars Galaxy game. What was that one game on? <laughs> it was also on computer. I'm trying to think of it. What was in it? What was in it? You yeah, were in the what? academy. Knights of the Old Republic? Jedi Academy? Yeah, Star Wars uh, Jedi Jedi Knights. Jedi Knight Academy. Jedi Knight Academy. Well, the cool thing about that was the online where you got to fight like with just a bunch of people with waving lightsabers around. And uh, I just remember spamming like the jump key <clears throat> and just doing like Jedi spins and and uh, that was attacking. either the, best the prequel play. or the sequel to There was two of them. Jedi Outcast. Yeah, there was Jedi Jedi Knight Jedi Academy and then there was another one that Jedi was yeah, Jedi Knight, right. Jedi Outcast. So there let's go. let's go through the games that real quick, let's just go through like since right. Disney acquired Star Wars, so. the games that have been released under like the EA Battlefront, Battlefront two, and Fallen Order. I just think. those three? There wasn't just anything else before. Oh, and now the VR one. Not even like an MMORPG oh, yeah, the, or No, I mean well Star Wars Online yeah, the, new the v- old the- Republic has been out forever. And it's been okay. run by the same company forever. Oh, so it's like kinda like RuneScape? And it's canon. Right. Um, it is kind of like RuneScape. It's been around for forever and a half. Can you can you just click? I just want to. We have like a little Google thing up with all the games. I just hit that left arrow. Hey Jamie, and just go back you, to. Oh the, yeah. Hey Jamie, can you pull up the list of Star Wars games? Yep. Star Wars Squadrons actually sounds pretty cool. I'm yeah, gonna yeah, check that out one. when it that's, comes out. And that's that. Oh, so that they the just VR they just put out the Old about? Republic, which wasn't Knights of the Old Republic, but it was in the same. Star Wars: The Old Republic era. is the online game, right? Yeah, mm. and then you had Republic Commando, which was really cool, like forever ago. So the point I guess we can ultimately make about these games is that all of the nerdy fan service spamming shit that you could ever want are in these games. Yeah, it, and I I think to just constantly pump it into the the stories of like the movies and the TV shows in that degree, I think they need to, to scale back just a little bit with the fan service and leave it to the video games where you can do all that non-canon kind of stuff. You know? Well, Fallen, uh, uh, aside from Fallen Order, like I'm sick of all these games being these multiplayer battle royale like counter strike yeah. sort of yeah well, like, no more like Fortnite, Fortnite Star Wars yeah, <laughs> yeah Fort Wars. Like not every game needs to be a multiplayer. This uh, squadrons—that's the game I'm talking. And you know, Rogue Squadrons originally came out in 1998. Eight, right? So, but squadrons—again, with the naming convention, they just take these video games and they rehash them with the Uh new like branding. So, do you think it was like they asked Patty Jenkins what movie she wanted to direct, and she had an old Rogue Squadron CD like in her basement? Oh, almost. And she's like, I wonder what this is about. (laughs) She she plopped it in. Yep. 
Um, what is Vader Immortal? I haven't heard of that. That's the VR game uh, oh, where yeah. you get oh, to fight. Right. You get to fight Vader. Well, here's the question: <laughs> and actually, you get to go to Mustafar in that apparently too. Can, can oh. we get a Star Wars announcement about maybe making Beat Saber canon? Because I haven't seen anything oh about that today. <laughs> honestly, that's kind of upsetting. You know, back in the '90s, there were all these like fighter games too. Because there was the Rogue yeah. Squadrons in '98. Yeah. There was Tie Fighter in '94. Oh yeah. There was uh, X-wing versus Tie Fighter. There was that super. Super fucking hard one for the, Super Nintendo back in the day. Let's just point out that yeah. the Lego Star Wars games are always great. They're they have yet to make good. a bad one. I I want to play the yeah, full anthology Lego. one when it comes out, the one through nine, because I have the Force Awakens Lego Star Wars one, but I oh, kind of had trouble finishing the plot because it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, once you know the game. Force Awakens, you don't want to do a bunch of side. I think quests. my favorite Here's Brandon's favorite Jedi power battles. Yes, <laughs> my good. my favorite classic Star Wars game is um, Shadows of the Empire. Oh, there you that go. Wasn't that was, a book? Uh, it was a book as well. That was on Super Nintendo. Oh, Rebel Strike! I remember that I game. Um, yeah, some of these are like uh, like um, uh, almost like tabletop games, um, like MMORPGs. Games. Uh, what was no. that Halo one? Halo Wars? Oh, maybe yeah. Kind of like that. Um, so, yeah. Um, Disney loves money, and mm-hmm. they spent a lot of it to acquire Disney. Um, Star Wars. And there's, so, yeah, they, they spent a lot of money to acquire their own company, as well as Lucasfilm. Um, I didn't misspeak. <laughs> but um, so part of the Star Wars expanded universe before it became Legends and all this, there was a shitload of books. From, like, the 80s to, I want to say, like, 2010 or 11, just that, for, like, decades, there were all these Expanded Universe books, and... I read a few of them. Yeah, I have a shitload of them, but I never started reading, because I knew there would be a lot to get into when I was a kid. I just liked lightsabers and all that stuff. Um, but, so, I, I can't remember if it's LucasArts or who put out these, all these Star Wars properties... Um, I hope that the toilet came through on the headphones, because that's good stuff. Very professional. This episode is brought to you by toilets. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll edit that in post. Ah, uh, no, it's fine. This, this is gold. Um, all on gold. <laughs> so, all these books... <laughs> Oh boy! Wait, our audio setup is so good you can hear like. <laughs> I remember the only Star Wars book I read, and I I never did finish, but you know, like a novel, not just like one of those. <laughs> right. It was um, <laughs> the visual dictionary. The Mandalorian thing. armor. Yeah, like and that it, whole culture. So, yeah, thing. it was a. Didn't they even have like a Boba Fett book series? I think or like it was a Jango Boba Fett centric. Yeah. I'd have to look at it. That's I think uh, like that's like the area where I think they I never did pulled read a lot much from of it back then. I remember reading some book where like it, it was it oh, fuck. It was Luke was running the academy and uh, it was when I was in Alaska in like 2002. My cousin had this book like all a lot of these books and I just picked a random one. And I didn't know anything about it, and I decided to read it. And it was, like, 
Han Solo and Chewbacca were doing like skiing. As you do. <laughs> they, <laughs> They're on Hoth. They, they, yeah, they were doing some kind of like patrol. Like they were patrolling. It was like some kind of like patrol thing, but they were on some kind of like the way it, it, it sounded, or from what I remember, it's at least like a 12 year old kid, is they were like on some kind of skis, some kind of machine skis. Right. And it was also while well, like Luke had the academy. So it was like going back and forth between their stories, but they huh. were in different places. So I like that they at least kept that part consistent for the setting up the sequels, even if they turned out to be trash. Um, so speaking about the books, the re- main reason I wanted to bring it up is because there was a story that came out recently, and I think I texted Brandon about this, but I want to bring it up here because it's kind of a further example of Disney being a shitty corporate entity. Um, so there's all these Star Wars books. Um, and... Plenty, dozens of authors have contributed to these, the, you know, filling out the, the nitty-gritty details of these unseen, you know, moments in the Star Wars canon. And, you know, it's not easy in the modern digital age for paperback writers to survive on just that alone. It's, it's not a very lucrative industry anymore. But just because of that, that doesn't mean that their copyright and their their royalties that they're owed and all of this stuff doesn't doesn't just go away the second that Disney drops four billion dollars, so they can make a bunch of movies that don't make money. Don't make money. <laughs> I mean, they do, but you know, not as much as they right. expected. So uh, recently, these uh, authors have announced that they haven't seen like anything in the last eight years since the the Lucasfilm purchase that. You know, for is in terms of like royalties for their books or any of this stuff that, like, it, it might not be considered canon, but that doesn't mean that right. they, they are not uh... they are still owed, like royalties and mm-hmm. and they're still, like, especially if you're gonna recycle ideas and claim them as new, when when it comes to like, breaking into the expanded universe that Disney wants it to be, you should at least give a fucking credit to the people that came up with this stuff, you know. Mm. Instead of just, you know, slapping someone else's name on it because of Writer's Guild. Well, how does it work Hollywood with, uh, you know, old old video games or something? I feel like LucasArts probably has some sort of structure in place. You know what I mean? Or, or like, EA or whoever is res- whoever the, the head of the, all this stuff is is supposed to... You're supposed to cover all your bases. And, like, there are plenty of forms of media for Star Wars. We've been talking about it for fucking an hour and a half. And video uh, books are still a part of it, you know. They're still making Star Wars books. I don't know who's reading them besides children, but they're making them. So I don't know. I just I wanted to point out that Disney may be trying to give us all these goodies to try and get our minds off of the shit that they do, but they still do some bad shit. Mm-hmm. So just pay your fucking authors. Just give them give them more than the government will fucking give them. You can you can afford it. You're fucking Disney. We don't need another writer strike. Long story no. short. Well, I mean, they're just... I mean, if there's a writer's strike for books, I'm not sure if the world will feel the impact, but just just <laughs> give the fucking authors yeah. their royalties, you bitches. Um, so all I have left is uh, theme parks and, and the recent LEGO Star Wars holiday special, which we just watched today as a group. Um, <laughs> theme parks, the theme there's not really a lot to talk well. about. Yeah. They didn't have a great opening because when you open a theme not park a with year. only two attractions and mm. like a bunch of gift shops, not a great, not a great pull when for the family. Open? 
I want to say... 2018? 20, was it 2018? 2018 like early summer 2018? 2018? Yeah. yeah. My buddy went, my buddy that I work with went last year, and then uh, my buddy that I work with went uh, this year. Uh, somebody, both of them went, and uh, one of them, man, one of them went and put the $200 deposit down to buy the uh, lightsaber. lightsaber, and <laughs> oh. then was in line for one of the two attractions. And missed his appointment, and you don't get your deposit back if you miss it. That's true. What? Ah. To get a custom lightsaber? Yeah. What? That's like because you're on a ride at their own theme yeah. park. Yeah, that's fucking. You shitty. have to be yeah. ready to go at the time that your thing is set up for. You can you get them online. Yeah, that's Galaxy's yeah, Edge, like, right? Yeah, that, yeah. You can, you, you can go do it online, or you, you can, can do it with like whatever. But like, show. if you want to go through the whole experience, because it's like. They like do this like test or whatever. Kind of like, like Harry Potter, find your wand. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly like uh, that. And find then, your like, Kyber crystal. I think you'd be better off at Pandora Land. Honestly. And, and then honestly, I saw me. I showed this to Clark a while back. There was a video uh, where some guy had like um, used the Kyber crystal that they have there and like hooked it up through a, a little USB reader thing. And was able to like hack oh, into the the, the base level of the uh, code, and you could change the colors Ooh. for it to be whatever you want. Nice. But, like when you get it from the park, <laughs> it's just the one color that you end up getting. Oh damn! Like after you do your little storyline yeah. thing, like it's like, oh, yours is orange. Da da da. I went to yeah. I went to Disney World back in like '97 with, with Star my Tours family, and they had a. Star Wars set up there. Star Tours, right? Yeah, Star Tours. Yeah, yeah that's the sure. classic. I'm yeah, with really and honestly two. not happy with the fact that that doesn't exist anymore. And now it's. Yeah. Did they get rid of that? Yeah. Was there last time I went? Just. Uh, was it? 2000. Yeah, it was uh, right around the time. It was no. Six? No, 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 uh, no. No, after that. Um. It was... It might depend on which park. I think it might have been... It was the one in Florida, so it was... Yeah. yeah. So they, I think they ditched the Star Tours in Florida when Disney Galaxy's World. Edge opened, and then right. now they have Rise of the... Not Rise of the... Is it Rise of the Resistance, the name of the... I think that's what it is. And, yeah. and uh... They retooled the ride California? just like they usually do, and they right. add new... Yeah, new name. I heard it was super lame, aside from being yeah. in a giant, uh... Are they Star Destroyers in the sequels? What the fuck are they called? Yeah, they're still Star Destroyers. And the, and the Star Destroyer hangar, that's like the set of the main lobby of the... I just don't get it. Mm. <laughs> like, I, I, and I think I heard that there was like a... Uh, they're planning on... Either someone said that they should do it, or that it is happening, that they're doing like a hotel thing. Right, they are doing that currently, a Star Wars themed yeah, hotel. Yeah, where it's like 2000 bucks a night, and you stay in like a pod, and it's like a role-playing... Yes. Like you're on a Wally kind of ship... Yep, you're doing, yeah. uh, yeah, you're LARPing while you're staying. Yeah, yeah which, so. like, it's like Westworld, but you don't get to fuck anyone, so, <laughs> what's the, besides maybe your own hand in the pod, Who but, like. Who do you want to fuck in Star Wars? Uh, you know, the Twi'lek girls? No. No? I bet you, a, you? a side ventures gives some good dome. <laughs> if it wasn't regressive and, like, completely uh, anti-feminist, I would say Carrie Fisher in Return of the Jedi, but. Yeah. She that's got, she uh, got that's actually canon. Um, <laughs> that's not. <a> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Uh, let's wrap this up with the talking about the newest Star Wars thing that exists, the Star Wars Lego Holiday Special. 
harking this back one. to the original Star Wars holiday special. I wasn't a fan, honestly. It was it was fine. It's I didn't cute. think it was that. It was fine for what it was, which is a, a little silly cartoon for kids. It that... was a mix between like uh, Scrooge and the what is it the the Christmas. Uh... Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. No, what did you say? It was like it, it was like a the sequels meets Bill and Ted. Sequel. Yeah, yeah like Doctor Who meets Bill, Bill and Ted. Ted. Doctor Who. Bill and Ted was a That's good That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like the Ghost of Christmas Past. Uh, but I, I don't even think it was that good of a Lego movie. Like, no. there wasn't that. No. There it, wasn't any. There wasn't a need for the them to be like wasn't there. Yeah, they didn't. That's a weird Address point. that. Weird flex, but okay. I, think, I see what you're saying. Here's you know, what I think. Like in the Lego <laughs> movies, you know, people fall apart, Lego pieces go flying. Right. Right. Uh, here's what I think about that. I think it's easier to animate. Animate the Lego models than it is like the full fledged like oh, Rebels Clone Wars yeah. models. So I think that's the only. It, it's probably literally just a, a time and cost saving measure to make them sense. Legos and merchandising. Yeah. Like of course, it, merchandising. Oh, sure. Yeah, everyone has time now. So right. Well, obviously, I think that they uh, probably started that in production they before. Have done a better job there. I don't Look, know. The time travel kind of threw me. You know the. I just think the existence it's of it silly. is interesting. I mean, it's just cute. Grabbing everybody yeah. from different sure. like time periods of Star Wars, like I thought well, it was it's funny like, how they had Darth Maul like as just a chopped half. in half yeah. right. from the Phantom Menace. Yeah. <laughs> it's filled with memes, but that's because it sort of is a meme by existing. In and of itself. Yeah. The yeah. Star Wars holiday special, the original one, right. is like an infamous a meme of a meme. for how shitty it is. But that's where we get the uh, the Mandalorian blaster from. They well, yeah, even that they they acknowledge it in the first episode Just of as, the Mandalorian. As they much allude as I to love all of the Lego movies that have come out so far, you know how right. great those have been. And well, this is just like those like we're gonna this air this on Disney XD in between so shows. Kind of quality. I'm not. I'm sure it was a blast. With I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm not saying you can't make it good, even if that's the level of demographic you're aiming for. But but the fact that it exists as like a meta commentary on the fact that the Star Wars holiday special exists, it's now considered canon, and we're also gonna do it again in our own weird little way. Finn it's very, it's very self-aware too. Like yeah. the writers were very much aware. Whoever they, wrote they that, what was up, they were fan, sure. they were they were more meme kind of fanboys than Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni's just like a straight nerd. <laughs> I just think yeah. they could have animated it in any other style. Oh, absolutely, would have been the same. Well, it's like, like those like the that Lego movie factor. Sing. I wish like, was played on more. It's like that movie Sing, right? Where all the it's like a singing. Uh, competition movie, but for some reason every character is an animal. But they don't have animal characteristics, oh, yeah. they don't have animal roles like Zootopia, they're just animals. <laughs> because it sells tickets, and kids like movies that star funny talking yeah. animals. So, that's it. That's the main reason. Ginny and I have been watching this show, The Masked Dancer. Same Not thing. The Masked Singer? <laughs> it's, it's a... Is it a shoot-off? It's a branch it's a, it's off a of branch that. Off of yeah. Oh, they already have a spin-off. But, they do. Um, dancing has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that with the rest of you the don't show. know who it is yeah yeah like you could take out <laughs> that whole aspect of the show and it would still be all the same you're saying it could have been done any clues. other way than legos and it would have been the same movie mm-hmm. because there was no, no legoness about it, it right yeah you yeah. know what the but fact that it's right. just like a, that's like the, a main part 
of it that it's yeah. being like advertised as you know legos. well they could have literally had kids with like and it's not there. like real legos just like you know moving At them the around or like that that could have been the whole special well, is what mean, i'm saying been cool. and yeah. it wouldn't have made a difference right. with with the the original lego movie like it was it's so animated well like, done yeah i originally thought they were just actually using legos and like it was because they were motion. trying to mimic that with the, the cgi animation which is why it looks so authentic and then this it's just well, they're Lego characters because the Lego. Why are they money. textured? Because Disney they sell toys. <laughs> like, it makes yeah. no fucking sense. What? What's that? But I mean, it was still it was like it was cute for what it was. Clearly, I think it's like if you had a large sized Lego, it, it would be a little weird if it was completely polished and smooth. To me, yeah, I think it'd video, be, it would be. Scarier, if you look close right. up, like with a microscope at a Lego piece, there are like a fair Dead amount of textures things, right. on yeah, the little, right. at least on the like hands and, and like some of the the fancier hair pieces. Right. So I get they're they're probably trying to like uh, elaborate on that sort of detail, but yeah, it is a little distracting when you're watching it on screen because it's in like you know yeah. HD quality. Um, but it's probably uh, it's like it's probably yeah like a flex. It's Characters like when they when silly. they do Kurt Russell's young 1980s face in Guardians of the Galaxy too. They're like, look, we can do this. Yeah. They could have done like Adventure Time animation or anything. Oh, absolutely. Else and, like, well, that's why it'll movie. be interesting to see the stuff they've announced. Because it seems like they are going to prioritize different styles than yeah. just cheap 3D animation. Well, can you tell us? Can you tell us a bit about how you feel about sand? It's rough. I don't like sand. It's coarse. It's coarse and rough. It, it gets everywhere. everywhere. All right, gang. What's Does he that? say I don't like sand or I hate sand? <laughs> I hate Is it going to be like Han? Do some shot more. First? Do some more Anakin. I need more Anakin. Ah, oh, fuck. Not enough Every time I'm put on the Anakin. spot to do an impression, I can't remember any of his awful dialogue. Pull up some dialogue. What was it? Uh, Padme is out hey, on the on the balcony, and she's <laughs> she's brushing her hair, and Anakin walks out, and he's like leaning on the door frame. Ah, uh, fuck. I'm not enough of a nerd to remember it line for line, but it's something along the lines of like, uh, why are you looking at me like that? It's only because you're so beautiful. Only because you're so in love. No, no, it's only because I'm so in love with you. So love is blinding? <laughs> well, well, that's not exactly what I meant to say. Oh, poor Anakin. <laughs> His poor butchered dialogue. I don't think she liked me watching sand. her while she sleeps. I hate, I hate, I hate sand. Bosiki Chawa Wado. Machuli Shmi Skywalker. That's a hard word to say. Shmi sells Shmi shells down by the Shmi shore. But anyway, there's a lot of Star Wars. There's a shitload of it. We just talked about it. I hope if you listen to this, you enjoyed it and all of our non sequiturs. We'll try and do this again at some point. Who knows? Maybe when next year. When there's Maybe more a few stuff months to talk about, about yeah. I guess. Like, Which, if it's Star Wars, it'll be every fucking week, but we won't be back that often. I'm just saying, <laughs> there'll be a lot more Star Wars to come, as we previously have discussed. So, um, everyone have a good 2021, if you can. Uh, life is a meaningless existence, and we're all going to die someday. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. And by see you, I mean you'll listen to us talk may the force be with you and also with you good night all right y'all peace out we said-